Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Final hour, fist pump time on the fan cam, Twitch, and YouTube. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, Bobby Payton. Everyone is getting it. Yeah! Here on DFW Sports Station. Should have been a cowboy. 105.3 The Fan. What, what, what is going on over here with I you? Should have learned to rope and ride. Not you singing with this chaos in the... During the interview, oh, commercial break, you're leaving. Oh, the- Kristen, the uh, the the dang dishwasher exploded at the house. Yeah. So a couple of nights ago, I walked into the kitchen. I was like, "Why did she this- exploded?" Uh, no, she did not. Uh, I mean, shame. she tends to. You know what I mean? Uh, that was so a dishwasher joke. She uh, she she. Wa- I walked into the kitchen. I was like, "What's this?" Daddy, like, I got it. No one got it. I got it. You just do housework. I got it. I walked in though, and I was like, "What in the world is like something? Just smells like burned rubber in here, or whatever." And we we're trying to figure it out. So it was coming from under the sink. So I was like, I think it's like got something to do with the disposal or there's something going on. She's like, well, I just started the dishwasher and, you know, maybe it's something related to that. So she called the apartment. They went over there. They checked on it. They said they replaced something. Uh, but she just started the dishwasher again and was getting ready to leave the house. And then she heard like this loud explosion. And now there's smoke filling our kitchen and just emanating from underneath the sink so she was uh calling to tell me it freaked her out and she called the uh, there were lots of f-bombs and she called and said that she's telling the apartment that they need to come over and just take it out she's like you need to put another one in there but even if you're not going to put another one in there you need to throw this one out i don't want it in the apartment anymore and i'll go get my own so that's what was happening was i was trying to figure out why would she be calling me during the show she knows better dishwashing meltdown so there you go <laughs> meltdowns everywhere wouldn't happen in a house no, it would have. You just had to. You'd be on the hook to pay for it yourself. I just got. I just got to call my guys at Rafter P Construction. Get them there to build me a house. There there you go. Go. So not only is Mike McCarthy safe, Nick Sirianni maybe as well as Diana Rossini. Man, she has. She's been off since she went over to the Athletic. I feel like, uh, uh, you you know, some people think she's been missing on some things that she puts out there. That Sirianni. She and, knows a lot though. Well, let me finish my sentence before you go ahead and defend all of Slater's friends. Uh, oh. she's, she's, she said that Howie Roseman and Sirianni making calls around the league mm. to go ahead and join the Eagles. And then everyone's like, okay, well, Sirianni's coming back. That's the implication. And then she's like, whoa, before you imply too much, that's not factually correct. That's not the case. Sirianni and Jeff Lurie have not met yet. And Jeff Lurie is going to hear the plan and the presentation from Sirianni to officially save his job. So it looks like it's trending in that direction for Sirianni and McCarthy yeah. to survive. And Fletcher Cox yesterday, the longtime veteran, the possible Hall of Famer, he was not hearing it when reporters were asking about his coach's job status. You have confidence in, if, you, if you do come back that... Confidence in him if he's also the head coach. Like any news about what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? 
Yeah. Come on, man. Not man, any head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't. We ain't there ain't even no discussion about okay, that. Yeah, okay, you don't think it's going to happen? I don't, I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face. Bro. You're a clown. You're a clown, bro. Clown question. You're Get out of my face. Question. And then he followed up with a strong, strong endorsement of why Sirianni should stay. What is it? What is it to talk about, man? Because, man, he's a winner. He's a winning head coach. You know, do we have some bumps this year? Yeah, but every team, every organization, everybody everybody goes through it. But we don't look at firing a man who, you know, obviously has won 10-plus games two years in a row, that's took this organization to three playoff appearances three years in a row. You know, that's a respect. You know, the coaches, he's a good leader for this team. Um, he, he does a really good job. Did we come up short? Yeah. Did things happen this year? Yeah. But you don't look at, you know, or, or I don't discuss about, you know, firing a man or, you know, this man got a family. All right. Family. <laughs> this man got a family. That, that can't be the reason you don't fire a coach. This man got that a, family. a family. No, I think most of them have families. He does, That sounds like an RJ Choppy argument, though, from Fletcher Cox. Like, bro, he's won the games. Like, he is not. He, he He's taking you to the playoffs every year. Double-digit win seasons. It's foolish to move on. Now, look, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I think that what happened on Sunday was, like, I mean, obviously it's completely unacceptable, but it's, it's like, the – Missing the playoffs is the far more egregious. Which job questioning is more valid for you when it came to McCarthy or Nick? McCarthy. McCarthy. Now, they both have drawbacks because Nick lost the team. Yeah, see, Sirianni, I think, actually has more but than, than like, Mike. My, Nick, I think it's unquestionable Nick has done more we're, over the last three years than Mike. We're interpreting a lot. Yes, with Mike, and we're 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 filling in gaps, which my therapist said I need to, to stop filling in gaps. I need to stop making assumptions. I need to just take things for face value and what they're worth. But uh, with Sirianni, there's not a lot. Like like we're clearly they're talking about we're having player only meetings away from yeah. the coaches. Jalen Hurts is refusing to fully endorse him. That's a that's this, a dangerous thing to play with in a locker. Yeah, it's a lot of difference. There are, there are more Sirianni is on more fragile. Gra- it feels like that whole thing is more fragile than ours going into next year because theirs took place over the whole second half. This was a, this was one basically day. a one game thing. In addition to the opponents over 500 a couple hours, yeah. <laughs> over a couple hours, right? In addition oh. to the question marks of, are you a real contender? Are you tough enough? Was this just going to happen against San Francisco? If you made it to the NFC championship, by the way, one time Cowboys coaching candidate, Bill Belichick, according to Ian Rapport, is having his second meeting with the Falcons today and things are progressing quickly. So, there you go. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, maybe he's on the. I don't want to hear any more about. I don't. I, I don't know if I can take Belichick updates. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can take it. The only thing that's going to save me here is Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback right now, so he can't win the championship next year. That's oh, it. Oh yeah, they he can't. They're, they're, he goes to Atlanta. Well, he is going to. Well, they haven't drafted or made moves yet. No, they haven't. I guess they're, they're seven and ten, so their draft pick is not going to be. Super high. Yeah. It'd be relative. It'd be okay. It'd be good. Yeah, they're what, get... they, they have the eighth pick right now, I think. I need Belichick to have full, complete control there. I need the report to come out that he had to have that. That that was an absolute requirement. Well, they I, ran I, need, off... I need to hear that to feel better about this here. They fired their GM, too, when they fired Arthur Smith. Did they not? I well, believe so. I think they did. So, I mean, if he's hiring him, he's taking the Babe Lauffenberg route at, 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 at worst. He's which gonna, would be hiring the coach, then let him pick the GM. Which, like, let's you that, know that worked in San Francisco. It it, it did. They they it worked to the tune of zero titles. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just yes, it did work. They they built a, they built a nice thing there.
Okay, we got a controversy oh, baby. in Milwaukee. ESPN Milwaukee. I didn't re- actually realize that Mark Shamura was on a show, and he is. This is the former tight end who has had some legal issues in the past. Here is Mark Shamura on ESPN Milwaukee previewing San Francisco. I go back, and it's little things like this. And the reason we won in 95 when no one gave us a chance in San Francisco is because we intimidated them. I mean, if you – and I always revert to Wayne Simmons. Wayne Simmons kicked the crap out of Brent Jones. And then it got contagious, and then it carried over. That's why – you guys are going to think I'm crazy. Well, we already thought Uh, that, so go ahead. A 15-yard penalty – and I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs. Um, a 15-yard penalty for a late hit on Brock Purdy is not a bad thing, as long as it's worth it. I, I'm just saying, this but, is the so mindset you go time. into when it's battle. And it's it's kind of like the reverse of hockey. What don't they do in hockey in the playoffs, Joshy? Shave their beards? That and one other thing. They don't fight. They don't fight. <laughs> they don't fight. Right? This is kind of like sometimes a 15-yard penalty is worth it early in the game if you knock the living crap out of the guy. And then he kind of like sticking your helmet in the ribs of Nick Bosa is like, ah, I'm hearing ghosts. (laughs) Well done, Peyton. (laughs) Hey, he's playing the G-Bag music for you, Mikey. Where are you going? Mike, come back. get him. I can't deal with Ric Flair. No, I want to talk to him. I want to know. He's got a little Ric Flair drip right now. First, Mike Knuckleballs. That's Michael P.S. Hayes. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, man. The fabulous Freebirds. Mike, how excited are you? Pumped. Run it back. Yes. Run it back. Look, there's only five records better than 12 and 5, and nobody's going 17 and 0, and probably nobody's going 16 and 1. You only have three records better than what they're doing. Did the Eagles finish with a better record than you? Nope. Nope. They were the defending conference champions, bro. You were a McCarthy advocate, though, so. Yeah, baby. I'm I'm an everything advocate, man. This team's going all the way next year. Your big victory is is looking more and more right about Jerry. Oh, well. That's your big victory. That's what yesterday was. Actions speak louder than words. I'd write the biggest check. It's amazing when he'd write the biggest check. He's literally the one. He is the leader of the pack who said, we will not write the biggest checks. I want a salary cap in this league. Like, like Sean, I would give you 100 bucks. Yeah. And I have 100 bucks in my wallet, but I've created a rule where I'm not allowed to give you 100 bucks. Right. But I would. Yeah. I'd write the biggest check. Like, that's a complete, like, it's we, amazing what he says, and people believe it. That's the yeah. amazing thing to me and about Cuban, him. Because Cuban ended up getting the reputation of, like, all right, he's not going to spend luxury tax. Maybe Mark is a little lighter in the pockets than what we all think. We've, and, and he we've, was. And he was. Yeah. We've never talked about this with Jerry Jones. I've never thought about it. I've never thought, would Jerry not spend? Whenever they go into free agency or not want to trade or this or that, I'm like, they're just managing the cap and they're getting ready to pay their own players. It never occurred to me in my own mind until RJ brought up the history of the salaries that Jerry pays. And I think it's never been over five or six million. And when all the Sean Payton uh, talk was happening, you were like, they're not going to pay Sean Payton. They're, Sean. they're not going to pay Sean Payton. And I was like, and, and they're they- not going to pay Mike not to work. 
They're not going to pay Mike not to work, and they for damn sure we're going to pay Belichick's salary. That's what I'm thinking now. Do you know what yeah. the Dallas Cowboys were paying in salary to the team that won the championship in 92-93? Because yeah. I've gone and done the research. It's like 17th and 13th in the NFL. He was – It was, was that they because they had young right. draft But picks. it was Minnesota. Young. It was San Francisco. It was all of these other teams. Obviously, a lot more teams. There were 10-plus teams paying more money than Jerry paid. But Jerry saw, oh, no, I'm going to have to pay – what the 49ers are paying to have a team like that, to keep a team like that. Let me create rules where I'll never have to pay that amount of money. 95, they did. They were near the top, though. Yeah, when there was a cap. So he knew he was capped off. He could not go past a certain number. He created a number that he couldn't go past. But it's, why, but it's great. I, Mike McCarthy is great. Dak is great. Let's do it again, baby. Dak is great. I'm glad you agree. This what is, is from, that dance move? This is from Adam Schefter. I'm just happy that the Cowboys there are the Cowboys. There is no way you survived Duncanville High School dancing like that. Oh, I did. This is from Adam Schefter. <laughs> this makes me more miserable. It really does, if this is true. To the best of my abilities, I don't believe Jerry Jones reached out to these coaches and tested the waters. I think he was deciding on what to do with Mike McCarthy singularly, and he made the decision that his team was better off. Hasn't Brian Broaddus brought up the fact that he didn't even go on a coach search when he got rid of Garrett? He interviewed Mike McCarthy and said, that's it, we're no, done. No, Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis Marvin as well. Marvin Lewis, Bob, Mike. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go over the whole thing. Obviously, we know the rules. So he had to call up somebody and say, hey, do you want a fake interview for this job? And Marvin Lewis said no. And then the interview process was over. My my favorite, there, there were a lot of great tweets last night. A lot of people retweeting the old... Mike McCarthy video of <laughs> I didn't watch every play from the season, guys. I wanted the job. Okay, that, yeah, that's that was, was great. That's, I love that. that. My hey. favorite one last night was from uh, Kevin Clark where he says, do not let Mike McCarthy being retained distract you from Mike McCarthy should have never been hired. And that's what it is. And now the next thing is they're, they're going to do what you wanted. They're just being honestly with your opinion yesterday, I believe it was. They're kind of being consistent with your opinion. If it's good enough for the quarterback to get a new $300 million contract, why wouldn't it be good enough for the head coach? Right. Because they, Jerry's Jerry's take and angle is going to be that Mike McCarthy was responsible for a near MVP or, yeah, you season. Said, or at least right. in part. He said Dak has yeah. nope. never yeah. been better, and he's going to stay this way. Right. What if I take away the person that supposedly helped him get to this point? Yes, I didn't say he would definitely stay this way. I didn't. I didn't say that, but... Uh, I was advocating for him to get extended, and now. Ed but if you are, uh, my opinion would be this. this is only my opinion. If I, I think hear what you're saying. That way, like, then why would you pay? Yeah, him? like if you're going to give him close to sixty million a year, which yeah. this new contract will be. Yes. Then you would assume if you're the person giving that contract, he will stay at this level. Yes, I think he can have top five quarterback seasons now. I think. I think Washington Matt- and New York, man, forty-five <laughs> points, five touchdowns. I know. And then Ed Warder says, if Dan Quinn does not get a head coaching job. He's expected to come back here. Yes. And oh, man. What is yes. it? Carpe I'll tell you what. Carpe, I think it's Carpe Repartee. I saw there's a <laughs> cornerback who's six foot 180 who's right around the 24th pick. Mm-hmm. That is a good combo player for him to play cornerback and linebacker for the Cowboys. <laughs> Sweet. So it's like you're drafting two players in oh, one. You're like, dude, uh, if, we're, out. if we're loaded with Bland yeah. and Diggs oh, and we're, we don't have a spot for you, we can always put you at middle linebacker. Do you think that Corey could snap on you like the rest of this week? Do you think Corey? Oh, no, no. Hey. He was fine with McCarthy coming back yeah we're good man evan yeah. carter's coming on at noon today oh we're already we're going to Baseball the world champs. Show record dinner with evan yeah evan grant i mean sorry evan, evan grant. carter That's evan grant i mean hey follow him he he writes about a world championship team that <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they did a lot to try to change the culture they and did. everything they did. hey 
Cowboys culture. Get out. Hey, seize. Isn't that 2024? We seize up. No, seize That's, carpe. Yes. Carp, carp, seize up. Oh, we seize up. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. seize her. Yeah. Seize up. Hey, yeah. I mean, could you seize any better than on Sunday? <laughs> I, you tell me. Turn off his mic, Peyton. Uh, Patrick Walker, spin it for us, baby. Patrick Walker, look at the strut of him getting out. He was ahead of it. He's looking like a big winner so far. <laughs> he was ahead of it with Jerry. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com. Please try to spin it for us next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, Metroplex. I can already tell it's going to be a very interesting crosstalk with KMC at 940. Sean Shreve, RJ Choppy, and our Cowboys insider, Bobby Belt, meeting up again with Patrick Walker. Patrick, we thought we were going to give you a little bit of a break. And then the breaking news took place. So we're happy to bring back Patrick Walker from DallasCowboys.com, who said he was a McCarthy guy. So we need to try to balance things out here as the Metroplex has exploded upon the the news that Coach McCarthy is coming back for 2024. Good morning, Patrick. How are you? Good morning, fellas. There's no such thing as a break when you cover the Cowboys. We all know this. That's true. So you are on social media as much as anyone What's been the temperature of it on your timeline? Uh, I'd have to say 80 20. Um, 80% of the fan base is, is furious. Uh, they wanted and demanded change after what was seen on Sunday. Uh, and then the other 20% are, you know, fully supportive of um, Mike McCarthy and feeling like it, while Sunday was also his fault, it wasn't only his fault. And they, you know, would make a list of, of reasons to justify their argument. And I honestly see it both ways. I get it. 
I 100% get it. I was sitting there in the press box watching the exact same game that everyone was watching uh, on their televisions and in the stands. And the product that was put on the field was, it was absolutely unacceptable. Um, and I said this on Cowboys break earlier this week. Uh, on Sunday, the Cowboys did not play like a professional football team. And that's on all levels. So the execution was not there. That's on the players. The scheme was not there. That's on the, the coordinators and the play callers. And, of course, it's the job of the head coach, which is the CEO of it all, to make sure that mentally these guys are up and ready to go, especially for a game of that magnitude with so much on the line and, you know, where you're playing and what you were able to achieve before you got there with the number two seed NFC's title. Cowboys deserved uh, – Cowboys fans deserve more and those that are furious. I get it. I understand. But I also understand Jerry's decision. So I could argue it both ways. And, and kind of like what I was telling Bobby – offline and some of my other colleagues this was uh, a purgatory for the Cowboys this was a purgatorial question in that which direction do you go because you might lose Dan Quinn anyway right so if you then part ways with Mike McCarthy you are quite literally detonating the entire uh, environment and that means you're back at square one completely so then what does the next three four years look like so again I get it in both directions fans have a right to be furious based on what they saw on Sunday um, but there's also evidence as to why Jerry Jones decided to keep Mike McCarthy. I get it. Yeah, expand on that a little bit uh, as to what you think Jerry's thinking may have been with the decision. Well, it's like I wrote in the emergency science lab uh, piece on the dot-com, Shane's blog, last night. It's past versus future, and that's what Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones are were basically weighing. They're weighing the past, which is this is, you know, as far as regular city, regular season percentage goes, this is the winningest, you know, regular season head coach in Cowboys history of Mike McCarthy. You get 36 wins in the past three seasons, three playoff berths, and advancement to the NFC divisional round last year. You know, record-setting uh, wide receiver in your first year back as offensive play caller, MVP candidate, uh, and another Pro Bowl now for Dak Prescott in your first year back as play caller. Um, but that's past. Now you got to look at the future. When you look at what happened on Sunday, that, that paints a, a pretty bleak future. So that's the counterbalance because the window is going to start closing here soon on a guy like Dak Prescott and, you know, contract extension talks are now on the table there. You got to, you know, pay guys like CeeDee Lamb, obviously Micah Parsons. Um, every year that the Cowboys do not win a Super Bowl is another wasted year of these cornerstone players like CeeDee, like Micah. Some of these other guys, you're not going to have Demarcus Lawrence around forever. We we talk a lot about post Tyron Smith. Okay, well it's time to start talking about post Zach Martin. Like mm. these windows are closing on these Hall of Famers and these historic uh, players, young and, and older. Um, so that's the future, and that's kind of what Jerry Jones is weighing or was weighing up against. This is what Mike McCarthy has shown he's capable of doing, both in his past outside of the Cowboys and in recent past with the Cowboys these past three seasons. But then future future tense what does that look like and it just sounds like ultimately it was maybe a 51 49 in favor of the past giving jerry jones enough confidence in what he feels the future can be patrick walker cowboys insider joins here 105 through the fan all right so if you were tasked which you are (laughs) with putting a number a percent blame on the coach the defense the quarterback from this game how would you structure that out oh man um this is where the math gets gets kind of wonky because you can't put 100% in three different places. 
<laughs> right? Um, you have to split the pot somewhere. So let's just go. Let's just go even thirds. Thirty-three point three three percent. It's it's on defense. It's on offense. And if you put the the coordinators together, and when I say coordinators, I'm talking about Dan Quinn plus the offensive play caller uh, in in Mike McCarthy. So that's you know three factions. It, it's on everybody. It spreads evenly across the board, and few few individuals escape the blame. Um, Jake Ferguson, for example, he escapes the blame. Tony Pollard in this game, he ex- escapes the blame. The offensive line had its issues once in a while, but that's not the reason you lost. So guess what? The offensive line as a unit, they escaped the blame. Outside of those types of players, uh, outside of those players, I should say, everyone else is accountable. Uh, and everyone else has been admitting it. You heard Dak Prescott outright say, quote-unquote, I suck tonight. You heard McCarthy mm-hmm. take take accountability. Players in the locker room, I talked to Jordan Lewis at depth, he's taking accountability. Everybody's taking accountability that needs to take accountability. Uh, and that's good to see for getting the issues fixed. And clearly there are more issues than we thought going into that game. Um, but at the same time, I, I would be completely disingenuous, guys, if I sat here and pointed at one or the other or the other, knowing full well that everyone has to take the blame. It, Pat, when you when, when we talk about accountability, because I know that's a word that, that – people will use a lot like fans analysts the team themselves will use it is there a, dis- a difference between accountability and acknowledgement like, like can true accountability be had without consequences oh there is 100 percent a difference between acknowledgement and accountability um i mean acknowledgement could be me pointing out to you bobby that hey there's a broken glass on the floor um but then if you look at me and say, I watched you, Patrick, I watched you break that glass, and I turn around and say, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I just did, I didn't take accountability. I acknowledge that there's a problem, but I have to be willing to say, you know what, that's my bad. I did drop that glass. I will clean this up. I will take measures to make sure that this never happens again. That's what you have to have the two things working in tandem with each other in order for progress to be made. If either of those things are absent, because if you're not acknowledging, you're not going to be accountable anyway because you don't know what to be accountable for. Um, But simply acknowledging is only half the battle. The other half is looking in the mirror and saying, I did that. Here was my uh, responsibility in this particular failure, and here's what I'll do going forward. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com on the DNM Leasing Hotline here on 105.3 The Fan. What do they need? What do they need either roster-wise or culture-wise? Well, you know, in in – I know this is one thing that fans are kind of railing against. And I think fans are railing against it because at this point, and again, it's fair, I understand. They don't want to hear anything that's positive right now. And I get it. I empathize with that 100% because I have as much, if not more, vested in this team than a lot of the fans that are, you know, tweeting and listening. Trust me, I get it. I'm right here. You guys see the work that we all put in from seven to nine months every single year. Um, But I will say that, First and foremost, the culture is perfectly fine. This is one of the best cultures I've seen with the Cowboys, not simply as someone covering the team over the past 10-plus years, but as someone who has been a fan of the team since childhood. Obviously, Jimmy Johnson's culture was the best. But post-Jimmy Johnson, this is the best culture I've seen with the Cowboys in that you have coaches that players uh, rally around and want to run through a wall for. Unfortunately, they didn't do that on Sunday. But these players, look at how they're celebrating on social media at the news that Mike McCarthy is coming back, Jake Ferguson, Wanya Thomas, some of these other guys, they're celebrating. That tells you what the culture is. And that's 
that's part. That's a big part of why he's he's still in the building. Jerry Jones had to weigh that as well. But as far as what they need, number one, they need guys back that impact the game. Trayvon Diggs, for example, they were able to overcome the absence of Trayvon Diggs for most of the season. But I, I have to wonder if Trayvon Diggs is on the field. Does he at least affect the game in a way where it's more competitive against the Green Bay Packers? You got to figure out the linebacker situation. You got to figure out that eight. Figure that out asap. You don't know if LVE is done for his career, if he's coming back. And even if he does return, you still need to figure it out because durability issues. You don't know if he takes one more hit to that neck area, he might be done. You get DeMarvion Overshone, uh, that'll help. But this is a rookie who's not taking a single snap coming off of a torn ACL. That's going to require some time. So they're really going to have to get creative with what they do in free agency, and they're really going to have to nail this upcoming draft, the 2022 NFL draft, one of the best ever. The 2023 NFL draft, jury's still out because it's just year one, but it's looking like the antithesis of what 2022 was. So this year, the draft has to be a very potent one, um, starting with the 24th overall pick. All right, so you mentioned the draft. Let me ask, if, if, you, if they took a quarterback in the first round, would that upset you? I riot. <laughs> now, here, here's why, though. It, it, my response to that, RJ, has little to do with Dak Prescott and everything to do with, didn't you just trade for Trey Lance? You just traded for Trey Lance. And you, the reason you traded for him was because last uh, last April, you went into that draft saying that you wanted to get a quarterback to develop, and you were not, you did not do that. So then you circled back and you said, hey, Trey Lance is available. He's a top three overall pick. Didn't pan out well for him with San Francisco, but we like this kid. He's young. Uh, he has the skills. He has the two set. Let's get him in quarterback school, uh, and let's groom him, right? Let's get him under McCarthy. Let's get him behind Dak Prescott, and let's get him ready and see what he's got. I feel that the correct approach at quarterback, and I've said this earlier this week as well, they're not going to move on from Dak Prescott. I don't think they should either, to be honest with you, because the calendar doesn't work well for you. Uh, he is coming off of the MVP caliber season. Yeah, he faltered in the playoff, just like every almost every other player did, and the coaches as well. You need everybody to improve, but I need to see Trey Lance. I need to see Trey Lance in training camp. I need to see him push Cooper Rush for QB2, hopefully get the QB2, which is not a knock to Cooper Rush, but we're talking about future tense and long-term ramifications for the quarterback position. I need Trey Lance to show if he has what it takes to be ultimately the heir to Dak Prescott when that time comes. And if you use a first-round pick on a quarterback, then my question to you becomes, why did you trade for Trey Lance in the first place? We thought we were uh, letting you have a little break. Not the case. Who knows what tomorrow brings? So keep the beeper handy. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, brought to you by the Windstar World Casino and Resort. Proud to be the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. How unbearable is the former baseball player going to be in crosstalk? Derek Holland? With KMC. He's, no. he's, not, he, he's very bearable. Well, now the Cowboys are getting their ass kicked, and he's texting me after I did that to him during the Cleveland game. Crosstalk with the fellas is next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. The Mike McCarthy. Four more years. Four more years. Four more years. Four more years. Yes. Five four Dak. From McCarthy. Five four Dak. <laughs> Bring him back. We want Dak. Bring him back. I, like I was in the, it. I was in the bathroom. We seized up. I was in the bathroom, y'all. It had nothing to do with any of that planning for the chance. My ears are ringing since you threw that marker at well, me. Well, I told you, stop talking to Peyton's ear. I'm going to rat you out publicly. Yeah. The boss said, stop it. You're messing with people's money during their advertisements and reads. Stop. Hey, good news. We don't have any commercials, <laughs> so you can do that on our You know what's great? <laughs> We're the number one show who can't get any advertising. Can't sell the number one show, man. Uh, that is right. confusing. All, All right. of DFW. The Mike McCarthy press conference will take place at 10 o'clock today. Do you think it will be uncomfortable? Will Mike sound Hell happy, no. relieved? Is it I just like sh- anything? I hope he shows up with a cigar in his mouth and he's like, ha, 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 bitches, I'm bulletproof. <laughs> That's how I hope the press conference starts. 10 o'clock. He's never, the thing that I'm confused with is I've laid this out. He's never fired. Like, people think Jerry is. He doesn't fire you. He, he doesn't fire, fire no. people. He, you have to go one in seven and your team lose by 50 in a regular season game for Wade Phillips to get fired. Barry Switzer went six and ten with a team that he felt like everything is still here. Troy, Michael, Emmett. Look, it wasn't a great team anymore, but it's like the cap killed him. Yeah, I just I I don't see when people are like he is not ruthless at all. He is in fact the most loyal, probably general manager owner maybe in all of sports. You have to do really bad. In fact, guess what? If they make the playoffs next year. Mike is going to be back. In fact, I need to call him Mike now. He's going to definitely last longer than I am because I think the team's good enough to win 10 or more games next year, somewhere between 10 and 13, and that is that is perfect. Albert Breer said, over 35 years, all but two coaches that Jerry has employed have made it to a fourth season. The two that didn't, Gailey and Campo, got two and three. Jerry does not have a quick trigger. Which I, but I, I don't have a problem with that in a vacuum. Yeah, normally that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I think patience is great. I think the continuity is massively underrated. Um, sometimes you do need to make a change, though. Like it, it's okay, you know. Like so I think there's the other side of that is a maddening one too. Like nope, the, the George Steinbrenner side is just maddening. The David Tepper side is like, what are we doing here? I mean, you can't even let these guys throw drinks the, on people. Throw drinks right. He's unhinged. Like. So there's a, I appreciate the rec- recognition of of a patience, but b, yeah, like so. What would be worse, twelve and five and getting blown out, or missing the playoffs? I mean, obviously, missing the playoffs is obviously worse. 
regardless of what your expectations are. Depends. And maybe that's the thing. You know, maybe we need to adjust our expectations. On, See, I don't, I don't actually agree with that at all. Is, like, I, I think if you're breaking in a young quarterback and you miss the playoffs, but you jump up and go like eight and eight after you were two and 14, well, I guess we'll have to adjust yeah, right. nine and eight from two and 15. I think that's way better than yes, the yes, Cowboys. But, but scenario. They're in a different spot, right? You know, like if you miss the playoffs with this team, like that's bad. Fair enough. That's bad. What's coming up, Corey? Uh, guys, we do have Mike McCarthy's press conference Whoa. at 10. Hell yeah. Winning his uh, coach where in franchise I'm history. told he'll show up with a cigar and yell the B word at people that and say that awesome. he's bulletproof. We also have a baseball player joining the show at noon today. He uh, played for the Rangers last year. His name is Evan Carter. Wow. Right. And at 1220, will the Cowboys, could the Cowboys, should sign, the Cowboys Evan trade Michael Parsons? For Evan Carter, hell yeah, I'd take Bobby. Evan how do you He's think? A champion. What do you think the tone of the presser is going to be? Is it going to be uncomfortable or pleasant? Um, <laughs> it'll be. Uh, it, it'll be. I hate to say it. It'll be just like anything. No, That's what he'll do. No, I'm, I'm serious. It'll be that tone. It'll be the same tone he's always had. Will he be defensive? No, no he's got his job. He doesn't care. Will the like, press? Will the media be attacking? No. Nothing to attack. He's got his job. He's not got a the the most uncomfortable question he'll get will be like, "Hey, what about you not getting a contract extension?" That'll be it. I'm under contract. But is, I'll tell you what, I, I don't is know. Is Jerry going to be at this? You know what? It will get defensive. You know why? Because every single time you talk to Mike McCarthy for more than 10 minutes, he'll get defensive about something. Oh, well, hey, easy there, bro. No, 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 no. That's, look, look, why, what just made you snap? No, wow, because why can't that? Because the more I just think about it, why can't that? Like, like look, you, I'm not saying he's a bad person or anything else, but he is absolutely a defensive individual. How many times? At least once an interview with him, he will get defensive about something. At least once yeah, a press Jason conference, Garrett, he'll get defensive. Maybe uh, you. you. You always forget you weren't here. I'm uh, not praising Jason Garrett. As Jason an interview Garrett or, was an awful. Like uh, Mike McCarthy blows him away as an interview so for us every not, single week. That, that's that's almost as relevant as Mike McCarthy talking to me about tackling when I asked him about the Green Bay Packers defensive line. That's not what I'm talking about. Okay. What I'm talking about is he just gets super defensive whenever you say anything that could potentially be like, hey, are you totally doing this right? Then he gets angry. He gets mad. He gets defensive. He starts getting all flipping uh, and gets all huffy. So, yes, I'm sure something today will get him a little huffy. So, not the whole tone of the press conference, but at some point, that will come out because that is how he talks to people. Will you remember where you were when the news broke last night? And what did you do? Uh, honestly, I don't know if I'll remember where I was. Were you When you looked at your phone, I just how'd made, you find out? I just made sure to, well, I saw Schefter's tweet. Actually, that's not true. A friend posted and was like, oh no, is this true? And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. And then I posted it to our Facebook page. And then on top of it, for Utolo's just tuning in, Ed Werder says, if Dan Quinn does not get a head coaching job, he will uh, be expected to return as defensive coordinator. Four yeah. more years. And then the- he's under contract, right, still? Yes. He has one more year left on his contract as the defensive coordinator. And then once that gets paid, we'll start seeing little explosions here and there. Smokestacks oh, throughout no. the Metroplex. Look like my dishwasher. Of heads popping off. That's it, that. It, yep. yep. <laughs> that's that's going to happen. Yeah. Everything. Mikey, I don't even know what to say to you. What I was going to ask you about Pascal Siakam. Well, I mean, we don't have three first round draft picks <laughs> right. to trade yeah. for Pascal Siakam. Nope. So, I mean, when, when you see that trade go down. Are you surprised they got that much for him? Yes. On a rental? That's to, a lot. To yeah. Indiana. Yeah. And Indiana, obviously, doing that is saying. We're going to give you so much money, you can't say no to it. 
because you're yeah. limited. Dallas obviously has no salary cap money in the offseason. Like, most teams don't. So when they did that trade, they said, if we're doing this, we're trading three first-rounders. We don't care if he commits to us or not. We've looked at the marketplace. Nobody has money that's relevant in this marketplace. We will win, and we will give him about 45 to $50 million a year. Like, that's the – it's team. kind of the – in a weird team. way, I hate saying this because it sounds old and great for the players. I feel like how much money there is now in sports, especially in the NBA, is the destruction of the NBA – Guys don't have to play hard anymore. There's you don't you don't have to compete in 82 games. I, I think that the NBA product of competing in your 82 games is is at its all time worst as a consumer of the sport. My consumption of the sport happened around 85, 86, right? I mean that's it. And let's face it, the United States of America and the world could care less about NBA basketball until Magic and Larry changed everything. So that's my pet peeve too. I just look at it and go, I wonder if this is what basketball looked like, kind of a different style, but I wonder if this is kind of what basketball looked like in the 70s and 60s when nobody really cared and they couldn't put it on television. Is that players were just going around going, I'll do whatever I want. I don't care. Like, it's just one of 82. And when we get to the playoffs, I'll try. That's not good for a, a league when you have 82 regular season games. And you know for a fact the owners are telling you they're not trying their best. The general managers are telling you they're not trying their best. The players are saying, I need to, plus the team's telling me to sit out 10 to 20 games a year. When I do play in my 70 to 60 games, I will try about 70% of the games. There'll be 30% of the games where I walk up and down a basketball court. If we lose by 50, it's not embarrassing to me. It happens to every team about five times a year. We lose by 20, that'll happen 10 times. Like it's it's a weird league right now that I've been in love with that is, to me, deteriorating. And, of course, last night, the Mavs lose in L.A. Yeah, and their to, next game might be postponed, I guess. Uh, Were they playing oh. TCU women? Oh, man. No, I think they're Golden playing the Warriors. Yeah, Golden State's coach, uh, assistant, assistant coach guy. had a heart attack, and then um, – and then, so that game was postponed. I think they're moving everything. That was right. sc- like he's he was forty six. Yeah. yeah, like just hard. It's like that's how old I am, and I don't I don't know. I've never I haven't looked the person up. Like I'm just assuming he was normal size. Yeah, and he, everything. Was, he was a big. I I, like, loved, I looked him up yesterday. He was a three. He won three straight MVPs, like 15, of, 15 years ago in, in, in Europe. In Europe, oh, so I'm going. Like to, uh, he was a legitimate via scan right after the show. Got my vice scan. I'm the cardiologist today. What's, Are you? Oh yeah. Oh, my wife wants me to get a colonoscopy. Yes, do it, baby. How old are you? Why? Forty six. Why did you say? You're supposed like to at forty five, and I did. Out, man. Forty so. five. Yeah. You're supposed to. I'm That's at forty five. Is when you I'm s- in my colonoscopy year. You look so I'm four, excited. Forty four. Well, I kind of. Um. I, so I'm. I at some point, you know, September's the birthday. I turned forty five. I gotta do it. Did you correct the uh, cardiologist based on my dad's advice? I did. I called him, uh, and then he sure and, he took that well. Uh, yeah, he seemed a little put off by it. What was the uh, correction? Uh, you know, Shaw's dad just had some recommendations uh, from based on what he told. He said I was. He thinks he's an idiot, basically. Um, no, he didn't say that. <laughs> uh, so I'm going back today, and, and you know, we're gonna. You're gonna apply it, or have you started applying it? We have not applied the Medicaid, the new stuff yet. Yeah. We're gonna do that. To, we're and your do- drinking consumption. It's very low. The all-new Bachelor's coming out on Hulu. That should uh, be great for you, Sean. Why? Well, aren't you a Bachelor you, you, you love fan? The bachelor. Bravo. Bravo. Bravo, Bravo Lebron. You used to love The Bachelor. Uh, bachelor in Paradise. 
That's Bachelor in Paradise. Just all sleep with everyone. Agreed. Yeah, I don't watch the other stuff like that. That's Tony Casillas. Right. Oh, what was the one that y'all were watching when we walked in that day and you shushed us? With Aaron Rodgers' brother. That could have been The Bachelor. Dude. Could have been. I think that was the trip where we're we learned a lot about Seven minutes Josh. away from hearing from Tom Landry, Mike McCarthy. Now, look, you wanted McCarthy back. I do. Or, or you supported it. Right? I just think you have to be consistent. If you're telling me the quarterback is good enough, why isn't the coach good enough? They're putting up the same record. The Mike McCarthy press conference. Disgustingly. Buckle up is next. Yes. On 105.3 The Fan. Mike. Four more years. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 